Welcome to track number 14 of Australia 1000 Camp. Wow. Are you enjoying the camp? Hmm? Are you learning something new? So, so these seats, I'm, I'm sure yesterday there were human beings on it all. But where are they? Okay. All right. I'm sure we are going to refresh ourselves before um, Bishop comes. And we are going to just reflect on, so far, what we have been learning. Amen. 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 Australia, we are getting thousand members. I mean, we are going to be a thousand member church. On a Sunday, we will practically see thousand people in church. Amen. Amen. With cars packed all over, mega church. Things are happening in there. But this morning, Bishop started with us, isn't it? And he started teaching us about what we need to build 1,000 isn't it? What we need to bring in 1,000 members. Because if we are looking at having 1,000 members, and then from where we are, then there are a few things we need to do. Isn't it? Are you with me? Are you with me? So, he said, we need the Holy Spirit. Isn't it? We need the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is like a river. And we got a revelation. You know, I had never thought about it, but I realized that every nice city has a river. And to live close to the river or lake or whatever is very, very expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like a place like Geneva. You, it, to live by the riverside, you will pay a lot of money. It's, it's rich people like Roger Moore and others who live around there. And in Zurich, you find people like Tina Turner and others who live by the lakeside. Yeah. And the river Rhine runs through all the cities, through Cologne, through Amsterdam. And the more closer you come to the river, the more expensive it is. Are you with me? And so you can see that for us to be able to attract more people, to come and that the church will be a blessing to them. We need the river to flow. And the river is going to flow in our lives in Jesus' name. How many of you are going for the river? Oh, the river will attract. The river will bring in more souls. The river will bring in more members. They would like to come and drink of the river and be refreshed. Amen. So, how are we going to have the river? Isn't it? It's what Bishop started sharing with us. And he started by talking to us about what? Prayer. We must pray. You know, prayer is absent from the church. Today, Christians don't pray. Isn't it? How many of you can be honest that we don't pray? We don't pray. Yeah. We, we don't pray. We wake up in the morning. 
and then we say something into the air, then quickly we leave for work. Then we come back. Yeah, we don't pray. To, to find, I'm sure it will be very, very difficult to find an average Christian who prays Sunday one hour, Monday one hour, Tuesday one hour, Wednesday one hour, Thursday one hour, Friday one hour, Saturday one hour, and Sunday again one hour. I'm sure it will be very, very difficult to find a Christian like that in this our modern time. You see, because everything is fast, internet movement, you live here, then you are there, you sit on a plane, then you are here the next day, everything has become the same. And you realize that slowly we bring that mind into the house of God. And so it's like, look, I'm fast, I came, you, 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 oh God, we thank you, you'll be getting up in the morning, then you run. The next day you forget to pray. Many of us Sunday morning, because we are going to church, we don't pray. Because you think Sunday is a day that you, you, you are going to God anyway. Yeah. No, 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 we must go back into prayer. And we must start praying again. Look, Bishop I, he trained us all. Prayer. Oh, we prayed. We used to pray. 24-hour prayers, um, 12-hour prayer meetings, fasting and prayer. We pray. I remember, I always tell him, I remember the times when he was saying that we were coming to the year 2000. And then he said, at least 2,000 members for the year 2000. And we prayed. We used to pray. There was, um, the, the, the time that I came close to um, people like Pastor Obi and people like Pastor Jude and others, was a time when Bishop Ali started to organize, he, he made us, used to have after church prayer meetings. You know, Sundays, every Sunday after church, there's about two or three hours prayer meetings that we used to have. Wow. Oh yeah, prayer duty. prayer duty. And you see today, these things, uh, they are missing from the church. After church, we are quick to leave. No, you, you, you know, it's like first service, you don't come. You come for second service. And then second service, you just come, it starts at 11.30. By 1.30, you see they are looking at their time. Even when they say, wait around, we just want to meet for two minutes. It's like they are wasting your time. No, prayer is gone out of the church. And for the river to begin to flow... If Bishop is talking about people like Billy Graham and others who say prayer, 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 look, there is no secret. We need to go back for prayer. And prayer works. Look, prayer works. Look, prayer works. Prayer works. Prayer works. I remember a video Bishop showed us some many years ago. We went to a camp and he was showing us a video of how. People prayed in a certain city. I can't remember whether it was Colombia or somewhere. And they prayed and they prayed and they prayed until God began to do things. Everything you are going through, if you will start to pray, it will change. I'm telling you. Yeah. It will change. Yeah. It says, and he speak the parable unto the end. The men ought always to pray and not to faint. You see, why did he do that? So that we would not faint. Because Jesus knew that we can faint. And, and, and 
in the Bible, you will see that two profound questions the disciples asked Jesus. They, said, they, they, they told him, Lord, increase our faith. And then one person they asked him, Lord, teach us how to pray. So, so they, they, they discovered that Jesus used to pray a lot. And they realized everywhere he goes, people come, they get healed. So I'm sure they were wondering. So they said, Lord, teach us how to pray. And pastors, we must go back and start praying. Hey, we know ourselves. Today we don't pray. Yeah. We are ourselves, man. Yeah. And that's how the river will begin to flow. Prayer. Prayer. I said prayer. prayer. I said prayer. prayer. How many of us are going back for prayer? Yeah. Shepherds. After your shepherd school, some of you must be able to stay. Two hours. One hour. Just pray. He said, we are praying. We are praying and you will pray. By the time you will leave church, five in the evening or whatever. Look, prayer matters more than everything else you are going to do. It will change your life. It will change your perception. Look, even the way you read the Bible and you understand it, if you begin to pray, it will change. And I have come to see that there is nothing too difficult for God to do. There is nothing to anything you are going through. If you give yourself to prayer, I said, if you give yourself to prayer, it will change. It will change. Yeah. Yeah. It will change. We don't pray. You look at the time. Five minutes. Then it's like ten minutes. Then as you are sitting down, you, you, you are just praying. Then you, you, you see, we, 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 I don't know whether we want God or what we are. But you see, the moment you sit down, you are praying. And prayer is so, I mean, spiritual that Sometimes you are there. You don't, you don't think you want to do anything. When you are watching TV, certain things don't occur to you. The moment you start praying, once you sit down, you start praying. Then you see that something comes into your mind. Ah, the room is not cleaned up. Uh, why don't you get up and then put this thing here? Why don't you put this thing here? What? It's, it's, it's the devil distracting us. Yeah. It's the devil distracting us. See, Elias was a man subject to like passions. He was a man of like passions. But the Bible says he prayed earnestly that it might not rain on the earth by the space of three years and six months and it never rained. He was a man subject to like passions. I'm sure he used to feel like we feel sometimes. But the thing that made the difference, that made that man could decree and it will not rain. And he could decree and it will rain was that he prayed earnestly. The power of prayer. Oh. We cry to everybody apart from God. Yeah, you talk to everybody about your problem apart from God. When was the last time you said, I will lock myself into a room and be there and I will not want to talk to anybody. But I just want to talk to God for the next six hours. We take time off to go on holidays. But would you take time off to go somewhere, in the forest somewhere in Australia, and go and be there for three days just talking to God? I'm telling you, I'm te- things will change. 
Are you with me? And we spend our time doing so many unnecessary things. I'm talking about prayer. Prayer, prayer. Prayer must come back into the church. Are you with me? After church prayer. Sundays you go home, what do you do? Watching Nigerian films? Watching Ceylonian films? Do they have Ceylonian films? Okay. Ghana films? And you see, what we don't realize is, look, some of us, by the time you sit down, you change channel, you change channel, you change channel, you change channel. Do you know what has happened to you? Yeah, your time is going. Your time is. And sometimes, by the time you realize it, after you watch football, you turn this to this. You know, this thing is because of that, that I don't watch TV at all. Because you watch this, you watch this, you watch this, you go and come. You see. By the time you see it, you don't realize. You have, you, you have watched TV for four hours. Yeah. You watch TV for four hours. And you know what happens? If every day this is your lifestyle, it means by the end of the week, you watch TV for 28 hours. Well, so it means for every seven days, you give one day to watching TV. No, you don't realize, but that's what it is. But if we would channel it into prayer, and every day you will make sure, every day you set your alarm, and you wake up, and you will pray one hour every day, things will change about your life. Things will change about the church. And things will change about your Christian walk. Will we go back for prayer? You know, as Bishop is preaching, you can see that there's a presence, isn't it? Did you, did you feel there's something awesome in here? Yeah. And he talked about prayer. He talked about prayer. I remember when um, Reverend Obi used to be my chapel pastor. And Pastor Obi used to tell us about prayer. How sometimes he will leave his work and go somewhere. And, and you know, you pick up some of these things. And you say, no. Me too, I need to hide myself somewhere. And then pray. And then pray. And then pray. And then, look, the things that you are going through, eh, if God doesn't help you, no man can help you. You want to change your wife or you want to change your husband? Huh? But you yourself, you, do you have the power to change you yourself? How much have you been able to do for yourself? That you want to go and change somebody? Ah. You yourself, yourself disappoint yourself. And sometimes you look at yourself and you say, the way you acted, the way you slap your husband, you, you, you're a nice lady, but you slapped him. <laughs> then by the time you finish, you say, oh, I'm sorry. Then you say to yourself, oh, but how could I have done this? Nice lady like you, you will beat your husband. <laughs> but you see, the thing that can change that behavior and that attitude, you pray, you pray, you will come into contact with God. And you know, people say prayer changes God. It's not true. Yeah, it changes you. By the time you will get to God, you would have changed. You would change to conform to the things of God. Yeah, and that's why we must pray. And you will see that everywhere. Look, Jesus talked about prayer. He talks about. Look, in, in the book of Luke, you will see that he prayed from the beginning. And then even at the end, before he died, he still was praying in Gethsemane. We cannot avoid. Let's bring prayer back into the church. I said, let us bring prayer back into the church. And let's bring prayer into our lives. The river will flow.
How many of us are going to start praying? My brother, are you with me? You must pray. What's your name again? No, no, no. Him. Yeah. Charles. Charles. You looked at your name before you mentioned your name. Charles is not sure it's his name. <laughs> what am I known here? <laughs> Forgive. Yeah. You know, one day a certain brother, he went to look for a job. And then they asked him what is his name. He said he's called Abina. Abina is a, it's a woman's name from where he comes from. He said he's called Abina. Charles, we must pray. Charles, we must pray. We must pray. Yeah. And Jesus will pray. And, and you know, Jesus goes to have convention. Yeah. He feeds the 5,000. Then he withdraws himself to go and pray. Yeah. Pray. Charge himself up. Then he comes back. He tell them, go and wait for me. And as they go, the ship is sailing somewhere. He's praying. When he comes back, he's walking on water. Pastors, we must go back. No, would we accept that these days we don't pray? And we are looking for wisdom keys. Yeah. Yeah. Strategies. To get people to understand. But every one of us here, leave this place with a heart that I will start praying. I said, I will start praying. Pray, pray. Sister Joyce, you must pray. Pray, pray, pray. God, see me through. Pray. God, make a way where there seems to be no way. Pray, 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 pray. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You have confidence. He said, I will say of the Lord. He's my refuge. You pray, when you pray and you pray and you pray, you come out with a certain confidence and a certain passion that whatever you are going through, you are not moved. You know He is with you. You know He has assured you that never will He leave you nor forsake you. You know the Lord will come through. It's difficult today, but you know that He will never, ever, ever forsake you. Let's go back for prayer. I said, let's go back for prayer. Let's go back for prayer. Let prayer come back into the church again. Amen. 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 So then, the number two, we talk about the word of God, isn't it? Pastor John Buffer, what did you understand about the word of God? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Uh, Bishop uh, stated categorically on John 1, 1, the word says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Hallelujah. And he said that in the beginning there was the word, and later the word was with God. Hallelujah. And finally, the word tends to be God. Hallelujah. So the more you soak in the word, you soak in more of God. Hallelujah. So the further you go, the further you go with God. 
their level will depend on how you've spoken the word of God and it will determine how you are with God. Amen. So if you want to get to level 20, then you know you are going further and further with God. Hallelujah. So if you want to know more of God, you go further by studying and soaking the word of God in any category you find yourself. Hallelujah. And he stated category like if you're in lighthouse, we have the Macanair, we have all types of avenues that you can tap in. Hallelujah. Going to the internet to dub, download everything. Reading your Bible, all these are avenues that you can soak in more of God. Hallelujah. That's what I understood by the way. Amen. 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 The word. The word. Listen, nothing was made without the word. So, what are we doing? We are not making nothing. Because the fact of the matter is we don't know the word. Because nothing was made. Yeah, the fact of the matter is we don't know. If we start going through scriptures now, you will be upset with me that Bishop should come and take the camp quickly and we should move to the next level. <laughs> no, it's, it's one of the things that has surprised me that many Christians don't know the word. They like to come to church and argue about everything, argue, fight with the pastor about the message he was preaching, they, 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 they will want to contribute everything to the work of God but they don't know the word so people act not knowing why they are doing what they are doing but everything you are doing you are fulfilling a scripture so what scripture are you fulfilling that you don't know everything you are doing you are fulfilling a scripture but because you don't know the scriptures you are just doing things anyhow. The word. We must begin to know the word. I said we must begin to know the word. There's a lot of movements. What's happening? Are we okay? Or because I'm talking about the word, that's why. We don't know the word. Yeah. When you talk about the word, people get upset. It's like, ah, let's put the Bible aside. One day somebody told me, yeah, in Switzerland, yeah, we went to a church. Bishop sent us to a church. We went to a church. That day we finished church. We spoke to the people, everything. We told them, look, we are moving. We are all moving. We are joining Zurich, Apache, and that, all of it. You know, when we finished church, one of the guys came. He was very upset that, why are we moving? And, and then, as we were talking to them, he was standing there. I was trying to tell him, look, Bible says, I see, look, the Bible says, he says, no, 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 I shouldn't say Bible says anything. We should put the word of God aside and now let's talk about reality. <laughs> hey! In the church, oh, we were standing in the church, oh, myself, Reverend Jimmy and him, who we were standing there, said we should put the Bible aside. And we, shall, we must talk about realities. And many of us, we don't say so, but that's how we act. Yeah. Not the way you were fighting with your husband the other day. You put the Bible aside. And you started talking about realities. Is that that not what it is? How you went to argue with that, your friend. You put the Bible aside. You argue with your boss at work. You insult your parents. You put the Bible aside. You put the Bible aside and what your feeling is saying. So we don't know the word. We don't know the word. So we start with scriptures now. Yeah. So how 
many books are in Ephesians? Some of you don't know. You don't even know where it is. But you profess you are a Christian. And you know Jesus never did anything outside the word. No. He said it is written. It is written. It is written. The word. I said the word. It is written. Yeah. And you know, he, he was just in the... Um, when John the Baptist was baptizing him, he was just being baptized and the Holy Spirit descended upon him. Yeah. And the Lord spoke. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Isn't it? And when he... Straight away he went into the wilderness to start praying and fasting. And when he came, the devil came to tempt him. When the devil came to tempt him, and then the devil came and then the devil said, you are, I know you are hungry. Turn some stones to bread and eat. He did not say that the other day, did you hear what my father said? Yeah. Because it's like, he said, it is written. We don't know the word. Christians today, we, we just want to pray, pray, power, power, pray, pray, pray. I have met some Christians, they just like power. When they hear this prophecy here, they are chasing it. Come and tell me something. For them to sit down and then take the word and then read it, it's too difficult. And some of you, the word is a sleeping pill for you. I'm talking about the word. The word of God, which brings the river. The word. The entrance of thy word giveth light, and it bringeth understanding to the simple. You see, you, you see, he started, he said, in the beginning was the word. It always begins with the word. But John 1.14, he says, and the word became flesh. So it begins with the word. But after a while, the word turns into flesh and dwell amongst us. So, you hear, I am blessed. It's a word. When you hear, I am blessed, it's a word. But with time, you will see the thing becomes a real thing. And you will see, you are walking in the flesh, that I am blessed. The word. Oh, the word of God. When you know the word of God, you are bold, you are confident. You, nobody can cheat you. Because forever, oh Lord, thy word is a, the word. But we don't know the word. We are bereft of the word of God. Yeah. So, me when I meet people, and then I know they are going to intimidate me by their stature and their faces, I, I, I will say that, look, one time I was having a meeting in a certain church. When I, when I got there and I looked at the people's faces, I realized that, look, I said, hey, this place Bishop has brought me here. It's not going to be a simple thing. Then, then, when they started asking me the questions, I said to them, look, if you don't have the word to support what you are saying, then, then, then oh, I finished, they, they, they all went numb. Because all of them, all of a sudden, they woke up, they realized they don't have any word to back what they are saying. I feel like doing it. Yeah, I feel like. Because you see, if you are interested in the word, the word will lead you in. When you love the word, when they start talking about makane, you will see the use of it. Yeah. No, when the word says that Peter, whilst Peter speak, yeah, the Holy Ghost fell on them. When Peter was speaking, 
the Holy Spirit fell on them. It means when you hear an anointed person speaking, when you hear them speaking, it means the Holy Spirit can fall. Are you with me? It will make you want to have a makane and always want to listen. You, you want to wait for your time and your moment that the Holy Spirit will fall on you. You will have an expectation. You will spend every money you have to get a message. But we don't know the word. I'm talking about the word of God. As our Papa is teaching us. The word. So at this time of your life, what word is guiding you? What word did he give you this morning? What word did he give you yesterday? I'm talking about the word. The word. Do you know why you must give? Some of us, if people meet us and they argue with us, why you shouldn't speak in tongues? And he says, don't ask you. Okay, what, what, what scripture can you give me? Why you speak in tongues? You don't know. We don't know. Why are you a Christian? You don't know. Hey. How many of you will agree with me that we have to go back? Let's just soak in the word. Church, are you with me? Everybody here must own a makane. You know what a makane is? How many of you have not seen a makane in your life before? Oh, raise your hand. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. You must. What, what church are you in? Please, brother. Yeah. You must, you must, you must talk as a Christian. I want to have a makane. A diet. Okay. Pay for it. Pastors, we must listen to the makanes. Yeah. If you don't listen, then I, I, I'm not sure what you know. And I'm not sure what you are feeding your people with. That's true. Look, do you know the number of hours it has even taken to put all this together? It's, it's almost like bishops years of preaching and preaching and preaching and preaching. The poemano, when you get it, you message this, message this, the bishop has preached in the past. Nice messages for Sunday mornings. Yeah. Are you worrying yourself? You, you read the Bible, you yourself, you don't understand what the Bible is saying. And you've been given a guide. Listen and then read. Listen and read. And you see how your life will change. Ladies, are you with me? Yeah. Uh, are you with me? Yeah. Get an MP3 in your kitchen. Your kitchen is where you spend more time. And let it be plain, let it be plain, let it be plain, let it be plain, let it be plain. The entrance of the word, the entrance of the word. As the word enters you, light, illumination will come. Because if you don't have the word, you are living in darkness. Yeah. And can you imagine if all the lights have been switched off in the night? And you are trying to reach the door to go to the, um, the loo. You can't hit your leg against anything. And sometimes when you hit your leg by the door, it's very painful. And some of the pains that we get in life is because we don't have the word. One word will change your life. One word from God will change your life.
I'm talking about the word. The word. I said I'm talking about the word. Because it's the word that has changed us. It comes. No. I was not like this. I was a very bad boy. Yeah. My mom did not bring me up like this. No. My mom thinks that maybe we used to have Bible studies at home. That's why maybe I became, oh, Bible study at home is one thing. That they say, they read the Bible to us and then they say, that okay, you have to be a good person in society. But when I get to school, I used to have a whole load of friends that we go out drinking. We are on the streets everywhere. No. But you know, when I entered church one day, yeah, I entered church one day. I heard Bishop Richard preaching. He was preaching on soul winning. He preached the message. And I gave my life to Christ. And after the word, he introduced us to Bishop's messages. He, look, he gave me a message, a tape. Bishop preached He said, the deceptions of a large crowd. Yeah. And Bishop preached from um, Matthew chapter 25. Yeah. And, and he preached on the ten versions. Yeah. Phonemus. Why five were wise and then five were foolish. And I listened to that tape. I listened to the, the tape gospel. Back and forth, back and forth. The word, the thing that the word will do in your life. <laughs> you underestimate it. Yeah. And you have it at home, but you won't listen. The word, the thing that the word will do in your life. So you have a wealth, yeah, of knowledge, God, in your home, in your cupboard. But you will not listen. The unfortunate thing is you have the Macanese sitting at home, but you don't know what is on it. So you have hidden God in the cupboard. Because the word is God. Isn't it what Bishop taught us? The word is God. So according to the word, God is in your house, but you have put God in the cupboard. And CNN and Sky News are your friends. Yeah. And as you hear this happening here, this happening here, this happening here, don't you see it introduces fear into your life? And every time you hear credit crunch here, this is happening here. As you feed yourself with these things, it brings worries. It brings anxiety. But begin to listen to the word and let faith arise in you. I said, let's listen to the word. As Bishop talks about his messages, books, this and this. And you look at who he is and what he's talking about. You must only learn. How did he do it? That ye be not slothful, you be not lazy, that be followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. What word is that? You don't even know these kind of scriptures. You don't know where it is. Whether it's a Bible um, quotation or it's a rhyme, you don't know the difference. But you are a Christian. It's sad, isn't it? And we, we, we are worried. But why are you worried? Why are you worried? You won't listen to the messages. Now, now, now we are all... How many of us are going to start listening to the messages on the internet? Any message Bishop preaches, they put it on the internet. Go there. Are you with me? Go there, go there and listen. Listen and then know what is there. 
So that when the pastor comes and then the pastor starts saying, so you say, no, 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 no. Now we all know the word. 